The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me as always is the beat writer of the Heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, for not much going on, uh, there's a lot of Giants news. And I, I guess, you know, we'll start with, I thought it was somewhat shocking, right? We, we expected Nate Solder to opt out, Damari Scott opted out, we just raised our eyebrows a little. Uh, but Sam Beal opting out of 2020, bud. Um, mm-hmm. surprised or what, man? Yeah, I was real surprised at that. Um, we don't know what goes on in somebody's life, but I thought for sure he, you know, he's going to be competing for the opposite, you know, this other corner opposite yeah. of Bradbury. Yeah. Show no signs of opting out. And then, uh, all of a sudden decided, um, yeah, no, I'm going to opt out for the year. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was surprising. Got to be honest with you, Jerry. Um, I think it's more than that. Yeah. I think he, um, I, I'm not quite sure this kid really wants to play football at 100%. Uh, if, if that is hard, is it in 100%? Yeah, it's his thir- It's going to be his third year. It was his chance to kind of shine and solidify, right? Like, you know, you got the, the, the stuff with DeAndre Baker. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, he's, you know, you wrote or you tweeted – what anyone want to take a guess on when this guy gets launched, what day, um, right. you know, this was his time and he's competing against Julian Love and a rookie in, in, in Darnay Holmes. And now he's opting out. And again, we don't know what's going on in his life, but year one was a, a waste because of his shoulder injury that they just put him on IR last right. year. He played very little. Um, he battled through injury last year. You figure this is it. And, uh, you know, it's uh, surprising, but not a. You know, it's not like it's Saquon opting out, but it's it's like, wow, you you had this was your this was your shot to solidify one side of the field and and compete, and you had him as the starter, and uh, that's it. He's not uh, not playing this year, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, a kid who has done absolutely nothing. Yeah. A third round supplement pick, um, keeps talking about how he wants to prove himself. He's the real deal, and then turns around and. You know, uh, an opts out. Listen, I respect the decision yeah. in these times. Yep. I just thought it was a little surprising. Yep. Um, I just think there's more to, more to it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to find out about that, but I, I just think there's more to it. I think, I, I don't feel the kid is 100% into it. Uh, and I think that played a factor into it. Okay. Yeah, I I, um, I don't disagree with you, but that's my opinion. Yep. Um, which could be fact down the road, find out. But uh, he is no longer with the team, so you move on. Um, Julian Love. There you go. Guys like that, Corey Ballantyne. Corey Donnie Ballantyne. Holmes. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Maybe even the kid Williamson is going to get a look over there a little bit. I know? keep forgetting about Corey Ballantyne, and I shouldn't. I, I liked him last year in preseason, but he's he's someone that um he gets lost in the shuffle a bit because I'm. You know me, Chris. I'm I'm so high on Julian Love, buddy. Yeah, sure. As you should be. You know, <laughs> as you should. Be. Uh, uh, I do know for a fact. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine told me I do know for a fact that Patrick Graham loves Julian Love. Nice. There you go. Uh, loves his versatility. Yep. Uh, loves what he could do at the safety spot. Play a little corner. Good. So kind of like we've been talking about it. Kind of like we wrote about. Yeah, kind of like we talked about on a pod, previous podcast. Yeah, Love's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be a versatile kid. He's gonna be all over. Yeah, you know. So, um, but as far as corners, yeah, listen, it's a blow. It went from Baker and Bradbury to yeah. look like Beal or slash Love Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Beal's out of the picture, and now yep. we'll see who steps up. You know, a- amazing when after the draft we thought, man, we are loaded at corner. We don't know what we have, but we are loaded with names. It was all about who's it going to be. Probably Baker, 
But mm-hmm. um, you just thought, man, this, 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 this defensive backfield could really be something if these guys can pan out. And it's mm-hmm. the deepest spot on the roster. All of a sudden, Baker and Beal aren't going to be there. Uh, who the hell knows what's going to happen with Baker. But a, a name that's resurfaced this week, and they're probably going to assign him, someone that uh, you've been talking about over the last, I don't know, 10, 15 podcasts maybe, or however many we've had since the end of the season, someone you'd like to, to bring in, and someone that I put in print, I should remind everyone, that I didn't want him going anywhere after, uh, what was it, 2017, Ross Cockrell. Yeah, it was just, which leads us into Ross Cockrell, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Love Valentine. Okay, so it looks like, you know, if Cockrell passes the COVID tests and all that physical, he's going to be a giant. Yeah. Um, thought he played pretty decent for Carolina last year. Played opposite of Bradbury, like, 11 games. Yeah. Um, played pretty pretty well. You know, yeah. a little surprised he didn't sign with somebody, but here he is back. I thought he played pretty well with the Giants, Jerry, at 17. Yeah, so did I, and I think that was, a, I think that was one of those, you know, Gettleman came in and he wanted to make this his own team. And Reese had traded for Cockrell, right? He was a, I think he traded a draft pick for him. And it turned out, I thought, I was like, this kid's pretty good. This kid played well. And you know what went through Gettleman's mind, but he probably just wanted to solidify his own stamp on the team. But it was someone I thought they, they should have kept. And he's a pretty good corner. He's a, a, a nice, um, I don't want to call him a substitute guy, but a guy you could throw in there and you could do a lot worse than him. So, Yeah, listen, he plays a slot too. Yeah. You know? He's versatile, too. He does both. Yeah. So, um, a guy, we'll see what he has, you know. Uh, he's going to come over here, and hopefully everything, he passes everything, and hopefully I'll see him uh, next Monday, you know, yeah. when he full, first full practice with pads. And they're going to need him, Jerry. They, you know, they needed a veteran in here. They needed some depth. They did. Got him went out and got it. Um, and hopefully he's still got something left. I mean, I he played pretty well this year, so I expect him to play pretty decent this year. You know, him and Bradbury know each other and the whole deal. Um, so... If he plays well, Jerry, obviously, and you got him and some other kids out there, um, because right now it's definitely an area of concern heading yeah, into yeah. the season, yeah, right? Yeah, it is, and I, I'm I'm still excited about Love, Holmes, um, Ballantyne, but you're right, it is a it's a concern. It's um, yeah, especially since what's what's happened so far, man. Definitely a concern on the team, but it I doesn't kill my enthusiasm of wanting to see these guys suit up and see what they got. So, No, no, you should be. Yeah, yeah. sure. You know, they got some young kids back there, and we'll see what Patrick Graham does with them. You know, defenses are all different every play, man. You know, you could have one guy playing outside, and then he'll play slot the next play. You know, the slot guy kicks out the outside. You know, you know, so these guys are going to be very flexible in the positions they're playing. You know, um, yeah. you could have love on the outside one one play. He's in a slot. The next safety, the next. Uh, that's what Judge wants. That's what Graham wants. And you're going to see a lot of that, you know. But one guy that's going to be in the outside <laughs> for sure. And he's going to cover. You know, he's going to man up a lot on the other team's receivers. Not the whole game, but he will. It's going to be Bradbury. That's one yeah. guy you could say, okay, he's going to be on the outside. We, we yeah. know what he's doing. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, and he, you know, he's going to. He's going to mirror, you know, a lot of teams' top receivers, and he's going to get help at some plays. And Graham's going to disguise a lot of things. You know, that's what he does. So, um, so hopefully Ross, like we talked about, Jerry, we liked him at 17. We like him now. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully he uh, comes over and plays well for them. Yeah, and I'm still excited about the secondary. Like I said, the, the safeties, Peppers, and, and McKinney, the kid, uh, what they're going to do with Love. So um, not to belabor the point, but I am, I'm pumped to see what these guys have. But, but someone else um, – that is returning to the defense, Marcus Golden. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I think we covered it last time, but now it's it's done, it's a done deal. Um, right. So, look, guys, anybody, I know you guys still ask me clowny questions. They're going to save their money until ne- next year. Marcus Golden coming in with uh, O'Shane Zimmon as the, the first X-Man. Um, Lorenzo Carter didn't get anything out of him. I, I feel better about the pass rush with Marcus Golden coming back as well. Yeah, you should. Ten sacks last year, right? Yeah. You should feel you should feel good about it. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, X Man, what, four and a half as a rookie? Yeah. Looking for him to do some more things. You know, you got Fakrell coming over from Green Bay. Hopefully yeah, he right. does a little thing. Yep. And you got Low, right? Low Carter. Yeah. And we'll see what's up in him. But listen, we lost a ten sack guy, you know, and now he's back. Yeah. So, I mean, to say, anybody's saying, well, you know, who cares about this? I mean, uh, that's, that's a big addition. It's a big you addition, know? and they got him on a technicality, which is pretty savvy by Judge and, and Gettleman, you got to be honest. 
Yeah, and actually, Jerry, the credit really belongs to um, Kevin Abrams. Yeah, right. That's right, Chris. Good call uh, there. I put this on Twitter the other day. That's right. Uh, Paul Schwartz kind of pointed this out for the New York Post that Abrams is the one that brought it up to Judge and Gettleman and said, hey, listen, we could do this you know, tender thing here. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, obviously agreed on it. And they did it with Golden. And, and look, Golden was on a Zoom today, Jerry, with us. And no hard feelings. It's a business. He knows that. He He's very happy to be back. You know, he's, It's not like he's making $10 a game. He's making money. Yeah. You know, um, he always liked it. I've said numerous times how much he loved this organization, how much he loved being a giant last year. Yeah. Said it today in the Zoom again. He's looking forward to playing some ball. Can't wait to get out there uh, in his new defense, too. And... He really likes the progress of X-Men. Nice. He really likes what's going on with Carter. Yeah. He thinks it could be a very formidable unit, Jerry, where they could do some things on the edge, you know? So yeah. happy to have Marcus back. I've mentioned it before, Jerry. A real good locker room, dude. Got to know him. Like the second half of this year, I got to know him pretty good. Yeah. A real good guy, man. Comes to play every day. Real good motor, as everybody knows. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a nice addition at this time of year, Jerry. How many times can you say on July 25th, or when yeah. he officially signed, whatever it was, yeah. hey, we just got a 10-sack guy? Yeah. You can't even say that with Clowney. He's never had a 10-sack season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you don't get that. You yeah, know? I know, I know. So it's a, it's a rare, you know, uh, it's a rare to pick up a guy like this this time of year, but they did, and we'll see what happens. Well, to be fair, when, when we asked you, I think they asked you and me, um, one of the questions early on, like January, would you rather have Leonard Williams and Golden back or Clowney? And you, you were pretty adamant. You're like, no, give me Williams and Golden. I know what I have with Golden. He's a ten, Golden. He's a ten sack guy, and Leonard Williams is good against the run. And, and then like, you got to get the best out of him. He should be more than just a run stopper. But if if you're choosing between two versus one, you were pretty, you know, consistent all along. Those are the guys I want instead of Clowney. So now we got it, and yeah, I, I'm yeah. excited to get him back. So well, they finally listened to me, Jerry. That's right. You know? Yeah, it's about time. It's about time, you know? No, <laughs> no, no, all seriousness. Yeah, I, I listen, uh, Clowney's a good player. Yeah. Uh, you, you're way more high in him than I am. Yeah. Um, Don't get me wrong. I would take him on my team in a second, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I just like, I just thought Williams-Golden combo it would be a little bit of a better, you know, option than just Clowney combo. Right. Uh, combo, listen to me, just, than just Clowney, you yeah. know? And, uh, well, it wound up being Williams and Golden, so... Um, Blake, you gotta love Golden, what he brings to the table. And um, I think he also had the most quarterback hits last year, Jerry, too. Yeah. Which Judge pointed out in his Zoom meeting the other day how important he feels that is. Not just the sack number, but the pressure, yeah. the hits. Yeah. You know? And that's something that Golden did too last season, besides the 10 sacks. So nice addition, Jerry. Um, and we'll see how this plays out, but he's excited and he's pumped to be back and uh you know none of that oh yeah i'm back you know all that you know even Leonard williams jerry to his credit you know yeah i was gonna ask you that to his credit yeah williams was like yeah i'm happy to be here i'm yeah. playing on a tag what are you gonna do this happens it's business yeah. i'm ready to roll playing, know, on a, man, playing on a tag it's, some... it's it's 16 million so you know well, jerry listen i understand that yeah and i know a lot of people on twitter well you should be happy it's 16 yeah. million. But jerry please how many guys <laughs> did you see cry Oh, yeah. Bitch. And act like you know what because they're playing on a tick. You're right. You're right. I mean, Cloudy held out to get traded. (laughs) That's true. Your boy. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. So I I, I understand the point was not that, oh, Leonard Williams should be grateful he's making $16 That's not. I mean, that's not reality. These guys are like, you know, I mean, I would be happy with $16 me personally, but... If you're not, if you're gonna sit there and act like no NFL players ever were bitching and moaning and playing on a tag, I don't know. I, have you been watching a sport the last three, four years? Yeah, fa- years? fair enough. That's a good point. Come on, I mean, you know, some guys come into squatle. They don't want to be there. They're playing yeah. on a tag. They're pissed. Yeah. You know. Yep. Doesn't mean they're not gonna play on it, but some guys now even hold out to try to get traded. Yeah. I'll allow your boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the point was that Williams, I was impressed that you know that he showed no bitterness whatsoever right for playing on a tag that's it so you had golden on zoom and you had evan ingram and will hernandez if you if you don't mind kind of go through if, if anything anyone said anything significant what did you take from those uh zoom meetings 
Yeah, uh, Ingram just said he's healthy. Yeah. You know, uh, he's, very, he's very pleased with his progress. Really thanked the staff. Well, for that, there's a highlight film of him running with some music. <laughs> Look, I know it's without pads, but uh, he looks so fast, man. Oh, my God. Please stay healthy, Evan. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, he, he said he's healthy. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he really thanked the training staff because he was in a building when, when only injured guys were allowed in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so he rehabbed pretty good. He said he's feeling really good. He, he likes this system, but he's a tight end. He knows what, what, what's asked of him, you know. Right, right. There's no magic formula in the Garrett system, basically what you're saying. He's just some things are gonna be a little bit different. But yeah. um he's happy with what he's seen and he's ready to go, Jerry. And he understands the label of, hey, dude, you can't stay healthy, you know? Right. You're fragile. He understands that and he's out to prove that he's gonna play sixteen games. You know, that he wants to show everybody, hey, well, you know, I could do trust me, I could play these sixteen games, watch the numbers I put up. You know? Right. And we'll see if that plays out, man. Because and you saw Jerry in the highlights, and Twitter, and all this, yeah, you know, video of this dude. Yeah. You know, we didn't need that today too, to even say, "Oh, this guy's fat." We know what Evan brings, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what he brings. But, but when you when you see it, it reminds you of, of the oh, yeah. the athleticism this kid has, and and it's like, oh, he's a matchup nightmare. He's just yeah, a listen, complete matchup nightmare. I did not want him going anywhere. I made yeah. that point numerous times. Yep. And I'm going to make the point again. That this kid's gonna have a big year. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say he's gonna be healthy this year and he's gonna have a big year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably be wrong. <laughs> no, but that's not something people should bet against because then it seems like you're rooting against it, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, you know, all that's holding him back is health. I mean, his head's on straight. Um, that's it. It's just he got to stay healthy. And you said it. I think if they got rid of him, you know, you know, he would explode somewhere else. Absolutely explode. Yeah, I, they picked up his fifth year. He was happy about that. Jerry talked yeah. about that today. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just saying, I, I, I look, you just don't. I look at this kid, Jerry, and like you just said, dude. I just know if they didn't pick up his fifth year option, he went somewhere else next year. Yeah. He would have a monster year. I just feel it. Yes. You know. Yep. Um, and it, let, let that monster year be with us the next two years. You know. Yeah. Good point. And you, look, it's cheap, Jerry. He's not breaking the cap. If he's hurt again this year, if he's hurt again next year, guess what, dude? You're like, okay, bye-bye, right? Yeah. yeah. But you trying to tell me that this kid isn't worth on the mo- contract he's playing on the, to keep him? Sorry. Yeah. And, and, like, and, and, and you bring in Jason Garrett, whose system is very friendly to tight ends. You got to see how this plays out with Garrett, at least one year. So yep. I'm, I'm on board, buddy. I'm on board. But you mentioned... Um, it's funny you said two years, which is such a good segue, Chris. I don't know if you're doing this on purpose or not, but every subject we've talked about, you've just built into the next one. And this is why we hope Bob Sagendorf is listening and, you know, hopefully God willing, one day we'll be on, um, major radio networks. And if he can, uh, if he can get his act together, our producer, <coughs> oh, excuse me, Jerry, I choked on something. <laughs> anyway, two years, Gates, baby, Nick Gates, versatile Nick Gates, Given a two-year extension, Chris, that was kind of out of nowhere, no? Um, it was. Yeah. But it just goes to show you how high they are on this young man. Good. And again, this is a good thing. The Giants used to be good at this. A long time ago, they would re-sign their own guys, you know, especially later in a Corsi's years and early in Reese's, and you thought, why are they doing this? What's the point of this, right? And they'd sign somebody, like I look at Kevin Booth, right? Like, you're like, yeah, Kevin Boots, all right. Then they sign him, and he's an integral part of the, of the 2011 team. This felt like that. This felt like they know something that maybe a lot of teams don't, or even fans who say they like, like Nick Gates, but, you know, the organization, like you said, is very high on him, and to sign him for two years is for $6.8 million with uh, incentives up to ten is a decent commitment for a guy who was a free agent. Yeah, Jerry, they're real high on him. They yeah. like what he brings to the table. They know he could play God. They know he could play tackle, and they're going to course train him at center. He's going to get a look in training camp. Yeah. You know? They've already seen him snapping, the quarterbacks, you know, in workouts. They want this kid on the field, Jerry. Yeah. They want him on the field. Now, is he going to be on the field over Hernandez and Zeitler? No. Will he be on the field at center? To be determined. Yeah. Guess what? Next Monday, they're in pads. Now we get it rolling, Jerry. Now we see what's up. Yeah, and this is that versatility that, that Judge talks about, right? Like guys playing multiple positions, being able to do multiple things. Gates seems to fit that mold that, that Judge is, is talking about. Jerry's a nasty kid. Yeah. He's physical. 
Yeah. He could play tackle. He might be right tackle this year. Look, look, uh, Nate Sola is gone right. for the year. Right. Thomas might be left tackle. Gates might be the right tackle. Yeah. Right? Yep. Let, they're going to settle it, um, Jerry, starting August 17th. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I could tell you this, and I think Giant fans mouth. Okay? Say, say that again. Joe you, Judge, broke, you broke up one second. Say that again. I said, I think Giant fans are going to be real happy what's going to come out, come out of my mouth right now. Oh, good. Okay. Did you hear that? I, I, that one's good, so go ahead, bud. You heard that? Yes. Yes, I did. I thought I lost you then. No, you're good. Am I good? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joe Judge wants Giants football back. Right. What does that mean, Chris? That means... He wants hard nose, smacky in the mouth football. Okay. Yep. Am I, are you with me, Jerry? That I'm. I'm so what on board, buddy. Hey, now listen, hey, buddy. For for, you know, the, the, we're, we're in a, a a weird time in football, and you're getting me excited. So okay, kudos so, to you. Somebody dropped this in my ear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Judge wants the giant way back. Nice. That means we're going to smack you in the mouth. We're here to smack you in the mouth. Okay? Nick Gates fits that mold of smacking people in the mouth. Okay? This is what Judge wants. Tough, detail-oriented players. Yep. Okay? Judge kind of looked around. Not going to say this, that he said this. He didn't say this. But let me just tell you this, okay? Mm-hmm. Some people in this organization feel this team was a little soft the last few years. Mm. Practices were a little too soft. Now, I told you, Jerry, mm-hmm. two years covering Pat Shermer, there was a one-contact practice. Well, in yes. And when I was able to go to practice those couple times, I remember looking over to you and said, that's it? And you go, yeah, they don't really hit each other. <laughs> and I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> Looked like a big, like a run-through. Let's go ahead, Sorry. I mean, that's, there was a one practice in two years where they were knocking guys out. Yeah. Knocking guys to the ground. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what suffers from that? Technique, all that stuff, maybe yeah. some toughness, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, that's going to change this year, Jerry. Yes. I am going to be on the sideline watching guys hit each other, mm-hmm. especially with no preseason games. Right. But I can tell you this, Jerry, that even if there was four, what was it supposed to be, four this year, Jerry? Or three? Four, right? Four. Preseason games? Yeah, always, there's always four, yeah. Even Well, I know one year they were talking about going down to three. I wasn't sure if this was the year. I forgot. But anyway, even with the four, even if there was four preseason games, Jerry, Mm-hmm. They were going to hit in some practices. You understand? Yep. Some practices were going to be contact. Chris, Not just, you know. Do, do you think Do you think with everything going on in the world, do you think there's going to be more tension at practice with these guys? Do you think they're going to be like dying to hit people, hit each other, you know, rookies wanting to prove themselves? Do, do you sense that at all? I. You know what, Jerry? I'll let you know next week when I get there. Okay, yeah. I, I can't answer that now. Yep. It's going to be interesting, though, to see the intensity because Joe Judge is one intense dude. Yeah. Okay? And he's kind of said, you, you saw what Don A. Holmes put on Twitter, right? Hey, yeah. they're trying to break us here. Nice. With the running drills. And he's like, well, I'm not going to fall. You saw his tweet, right? Yep. It's a, that's a guy to be excited about, too. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, all right, so... He's kind of setting the tone already, Judge. Yeah. Now you have no preseason games. He's, Judge isn't going to go into the Steeler game with guys half-assing it, technique issues. Who don't, you know, because, oh, we're not going to, because we're worried about guys getting injured. No, that crap's out the window. Yep. We're going to go line up for 14 pairs of practice that we're allowed, and we're going to hit on some of these practices. And what I mean hit is not holding a guy up so he doesn't hit the ground. We're talking about hitting. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Jabril Peppers, very ex- they're very excited about him. Mm. Very excited about Jabril. Yeah. One little issue with Jabril, technique. Yeah. He's fourth year in the league, 
Who do I blame that on? Who do you blame that on, Jerry? Yeah, there's previous coaches. <laughs> I blame it on the coaching staff. Right. When a guy doesn't have good technique yeah. in the NFL, blame the coaching. Yep. Because you ever see Bill Belichick type guys with bad, with bad technique? Never. Better yet, if Jarrell Peppers was playing with the Patriots the first three years of his career, what do you think he would have bad technique? Being a Pro Bowl. Okay. Yep. Well, guess what? Joe Judge, Patrick Graham, and the and 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 the staff, and their coaching defensive coaching staff, they're not gonna let that happen, dude. They're gonna be all over guys teaching every fundamental in this game. It's gonna be interesting to hear your takes on this. Uh, after practice, I'm, I'm seriously looking forward to hearing the difference between a Joe Judge practice compared to a Sherman practice, even compared to a McAdoo one. Right. You were a part of some of those, even yeah. if even if it was, uh, you know, pre giant insider or or just towards the end um, of, of his reign, McAdoo. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see the difference with Joe Judge. Yeah, I think you're going to see a tough very detailed head coach. You're going to see no more Demontre Moore loafing like he did what? Like 2014 or 15 yeah, no, when you yelled gonna... at when you yelled at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to see a lot of technique teaching, Jerry. Yeah. So when a guy comes up and doesn't place his shoulder right or takes the wrong angle, how many times have we used to say that with the wrong angles? Oh, on a certain guy, oh, right? God. Yes. Right. Yep. That's going to be over with. Yeah, or now, I, I'll be honest with you, Chris. Or guys just olaying it down the field. We've seen that, yeah. especially in the defensive backfield. Right, we saw that a few times. Right, the last yep. few years, yep. and guys getting away with it. Still play the next series. They're out there, right? Yep. Yeah. Next, pl- next play. Yeah. Now a guy's gonna miss tackle. I'm not saying everything's gonna be perfect. Of course, sure. guys are gonna miss tackles. They might, but when that happens, or when they're doing it in practice, this coaching staff is gonna stop. Yeah. And let hey. This is what you did here. Or when they go back to the film, hey, this is what you did here. Yeah. You understand what I'm getting at? Yep. Trust me on that. Somebody already told me that. It's a whole new attitude. Not saying they're going to be 10 and 6 next year. Not saying they're winning the Super Bowl in two years. I'm just telling you that you, you said You said division winners at the end of the season, Chris. Just FYI. Okay. All right. Well, what are you trying to get at? You being a wise I'm, guy? No, okay. I'm reminding you that you said uh, that. It sounds like to me you're being a little bit of a wise guy. <laughs> that sounds okay. like 10 and 6 to me, buddy. All right. For a guy who hasn't come close to winning in a football <laughs> oh, years, I wouldn't be talking. That's just bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now. Yes. You, From what I understand. Yeah. This is just walkthroughs, you know, to get in the acclamation, the pay, you know, the helmets are on now a little bit. Yep. But that Saban slash Belichick mentality is slowly seeping into the building. Nice. And I'm looking forward to it, Jerry, next week. Am I, I'm sorry. Am I talking too much, dude? I'm looking forward Chris, to it. Chris, I, I, I don't even want to interrupt you. You're on such a roll. I, I don't want to ramble on too much. No, but <laughs> but but this is what people want to hear. They don't want to hear me make an opinion you know, away from this, you're you're the guy involved. No, I I try to lead you in, buddy, and you are going. So keep going. I all I did was I threw gas in the generator, if you will. The point, the point. Yeah, that's appropriate for this time. Yes, it is. <laughs> for what just happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the point I'm making, I'm looking. You know, I'm looking forward to see these practices on the judge. I'm looking forward to see the hitting. You mm. know. Yeah. And the teaching, and then the process continue so that's all i'm saying i don't want to ramble on too much about that but that's no what... but i want to stay with it a little bit what do you think is going to be the most improved is it going to be fundamentals or like is it going to be an aspect of the team like special teams because that's his background Not... yeah what do you think i think the details the little mistakes yeah. will be eliminated jerry yeah um i think saquon barkley and his zoom the other day kind of leaked that out yeah he saw a little bit of a difference because he said a little bit of details from last year. Did you notice when he said that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was watching. I was all on the Zoom. And when he said that, you know, Saquon's not a wise guy. He's not throwing anybody under the bus. Yeah, right. You know? right. He's not taking shots at anybody or anything yeah. like that. There's you know? nothing wrong with showing the good attributes of the new guy coming in and talking about it. That's not a shot at anybody. Right. He, but when he kind of mentioned about, well, we think we're going to be a little more detail-oriented this year, I that to me... Yeah, I said that to you numerous times, Jerry. Yeah, right. Yeah, that you saw like there's just too many things that Sherman missed. I'm sorry. Yep. You know, um, 
And I thought that was pretty telling when Saquon said that. So that's where you're going to see the big difference, you know. The big difference, I as a season, now I'm not saying from week one off, you know, from week starting week one, Jerry. As the season moves along, yeah, you will see the Giants not beating themselves. They might get whipped up by the other team, Jerry. Yeah, you understand what I'm getting at? Because of a talent issue, right? Right. I mean, they might play the 49ers a week. Uh, when do we play those those idiots? Three, week three, three, week three or four. Right. And, and the Fortnite is why coming here and beat us, you know, 31-10. Yeah. Because they were better than us, right? Yeah. The point I'm getting at is that you're not going to see the Giants beating themselves as the season moves along. Right. What do you mean by that, Chris? Well, I mean the false starts, the fumbles, this and that. You know, you know what I'm getting at? Better better play calling. How about Sorry. this, Jerry? Sorry, better play calling, too. Right. Yeah. Could be that. How about this, Jerry? Yeah. How about blown coverages? Oh, God, a staple that, of Giants football the last few years. Heard, is that something that you heard a lot on the James Betcher the last two years? Blown Awful. coverages? I mean, we, you know, how can you, you know, it seems like the, the two years in a row, it was like week eight, we're going to simplify things again. Oh, okay. Well, then we should have simplified in week one, guys. Come on. Anyway. How about this word, Jerry? Yeah. I think you heard this a lot the last few years. Miscommunication. Oh, brutal. These things are not going to happen as the season progresses. Now, it might take longer because there's no preseason games. The first live action is going to be against the Steelers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but if you're talking about hitting in practice, I would would expect them to be a little sharper week one and two than in previous years. I agree. Yeah, in a weird way, even though there's no preseason. Preseason before meant nothing. It just, it doesn't. I mean, they don't care. You play Saquon one down or one series, and you're like, all right, get out, kid. We don't want you to get hurt. Um, with, with these guys hitting each other in practice, you almost feel better about the first couple weeks of the season, I think. Jerry, with no preseason games, these undrafted free agents, fifth-round picks, fourth-round, everybody, you know, these yeah. kids, they're going to be ramping it up, dude. They're going to be coming, coming yeah. in these practices. Because why? They're looking to make the, the roster. Yeah. And the, and the no, practice squads are huge now, right? Yeah. I, I, I understand that. But no, Jerry, they're looking to make – these guys are looking to make the 53 roster. Oh, no, I'm just saying it. it I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I, yeah no, I'm, no, I'm, I understand what you're getting at. Listen, yeah. There's, yeah, there's more room for practice squads. Yeah, no no question about it. But yeah. what I'm saying, Jerry, is that first off, you got to make sure you don't get cut, right? Right, right. Not everybody's staying. Yeah. Right, there's 80 guys in camp. There's going to be 53 on the roster. And then what, the practice squad's 16 this year? 16, I believe, yeah. And it could so be, and, it, and there's no rules for it. It could be veterans, too. Which I yeah, like. And then it's a four man traveling taxi squad, whatever the heck's going on. You could activate them any game or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. What's the COVID stuff? So, you know, these guys are looking to make an impression, man. They're going to be bringing it at these practices. Yeah. You understand what I'm getting at? Yep. These practices this year that I'm going to be at are going to be intense, dude. I can't wait to hear your reports on them. I'm, I'm I mean, dead serious. You might see me run out there and in the middle of one of these plays because I'll be so fired up watching these guys blast each other. <laughs> so if you if you if you see something like from on Twitter, the giant insider guy was just thrown out of the building. He tried to run on the field. You know, you know. Don't be surprised because when these guys start hitting each other, man, it gets you pumped up. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. And, and you're gonna see. You know, look, Andrew Thomas is gonna have to go against a Marcus Golden. Yeah. You know. So, it's gonna be really interesting, dude. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley, available on all platforms, pretty much. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes. And trust me, folks, we are not sponsored by JCPNL. So, uh, one thing I, one thing I, I never will be. <laughs> those bastards. One thing I want to cover before we get to the questions, which you have a decent amount of, and thanks, everyone, for continuing to support the questions, keeping us into it. Um, and you do, guys. The, the, the interaction still on Twitter is phenomenal, especially during this time. You guys are the best. Uh, on a, on a, a non-Giants-related note and kind of depressing, the Big Ten what, voted 12-2 to 2 to cancel fall sports. Unbelievable. Right? Wow. It certainly, it certainly looks like college football is not happening this fall, man. I mean, what's the SEC going to do? They're going to play by themselves? Right. I mean, yeah, right. They're going to play Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, I, I don't know, man. What's college football? No Big Ten. You know, even know, the SEC is, yeah. and the ACC go off or the Pac-12. What are Pac-12s? They're, 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 they're battling back and forth over issues, too. And I, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just unbelievable. 
right? It's unbelievable. And so far, these NFL camps have been lucky. There's been no outbreaks, right, Jerry? Right. With the COVID, like, they have, like you've seen in baseball. Right. Uh, but there's still plenty of time left in this too, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, no Big Ten. It's just like – it's just like – this year is just like amazing, man. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's a shame, and um, I, I feel bad too. Like, look, Dave Syverson writes for us in the Insider. He's incredible. His articles are phenomenal. Guy knows so much about college football. It's just like, all right, well, how do you? What happens to guys like that, right? Like, I don't know. I, I'm just I, I feel bad for everyone involved. You feel bad for the seniors that are the dreamers that are coming out. You just feel bad for the whole thing. It just sucks, man. That's all. Uh, it's it's a shame. So it, that's the way to sum it up, man. It just sucks. Yep. All right, buddy. Anything else before we get to questions? You want to get the questions now or what? Yeah, sure. Let's go. All right. The Mecca of NYG. Hope you guys are well, safe, and recovered from the storm. Do you think, Joe? Yeah, so, folks, before we go on, um, I lost power. Yes, I put it out on Twitter just so you guys know there would be no podcast on Friday. The issue was, for those of you who say, why don't you get a generator? Well, I do. I have a couple. I have one one for basics and then another one for a freezer downstairs and a sump pump if I get enough water, uh, that the t- water table rises. Um, my equipment was off-site and I couldn't leave my house. That was the problem. So I, it was two hours away. So that was my, was my issue. That's why we couldn't do it. So thank you for those of you saying I should get a generator. I have them. So there we go. Hope you guys are well, safe, and recovered. Why are you being a wise guy with that? People just no, because one out. of the questions is, hey, Jerry, did you get a generator yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it when it comes up who it was. Anyway. Mecca Why don't you get a home generator? Well, it's I propane. It's a pain. It's a real pain. Oh, okay. we've, we've gone That's got to be the next question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hope you guys are well, safe, and recovered from the storm. Do you think Jones and Barkley work well together? As team leaders, I remember Tiki and Eli having friction. Can we name Francesca Buffoon of the Week? Oh, wait, real quick before we get... Yeah. Dude, Horace Clark passes away, and Mike Francesa is like... I don't know, his tweet was basically like, you were average like your team's RIP. And then Howie Rose, God bless him, sends out a beautiful tweet about Horace Clark and what a class act. Like, I, That's why I wrote, like, wow, what a what a moving tribute, Mike Francesa. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he's always Buffoon of the Week. But yeah, I mean... You know, in your in your Zoom meetings, did you get the sense that do you think Jones and Barkley are kind of made for each other on this team? Like, I know we, yeah. we all know the friction that Eli and Tiki had, but. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is, no, I don't sense that at all. Jones yeah. and Barkley, you know, listen, Barkley talked about, hey, he's the leader now. You know, he's yeah. he's slowly turning into a leader, you know. um, It's his team yeah, and all that. So, no, nah, no. Nah. Bar- Barkley's all about team, Jerry. Yeah. He's all about team. You know, Tiki had, you know, could be a little. You know, he could be a little snarky at times, Tiki, you know, back in the day. and Yeah. But he's totally opposite of Barkley. Barkley's all about the team. He's all about winning football games, you know. And, and Jones is Jack now, huh? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him up close, obviously, because of the COVID. But uh, I seen looking at the pictures, he looks like he bulked up. He said he bulked. He said he wanted to gain a little weight. He did. Gained yeah. about nine pounds, ten pounds. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, listen, he said he wanted to be, get a little stronger and all that. He did. So, yeah. Uh, Nick Brennan at Gman all day. Hey Jerry and Chris, with Slayton coming into a second year after a fantastic rookie year, I don't see a thousand yards as a stretch. Do you see a thousand yard season as a realistic goal for Slayton? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, listen, it, that could happen. Yeah, no question. Am I going to say it's unrealistic? No. Why, why would I do that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those. Listen, those two. They had a connection going, you know, into last year. They went on the field when Jones got the job. They connected well. Why, why not take it to the next level this year? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it started the preseason game against Cincinnati, right? Yeah, with that little yeah. back shoulder throw, right? If yep, I remember yep, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and you saw that during the regular season, too. They, they really connected on that back shoulder. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, would it surprise me if he got a thousand yards? Absolutely not. Right. You know, that's, that should be his goal, Jerry, this year. Yeah. I understand Shep's on the other side, you know, and you got Tate and all that. But Slayton, that should be his goal. Rich Trachio at R. Trachio. Question stemming from something Chris said about the Patriots O-line coaching on the previous podcast. Now, see, that's that's a fan right there. That's going back to previous podcasts and listening. Versatility, he thinks it was. Any chance part of Soldier's down here was simply different coaching and scheme? Might be irrelevant since he opted out, but he's just curious. Do you think that Nate Solder basically would have done better under Judge than he did before? Um, He might have did a little better on the Colombo. Yeah. You know, but you know what? Who's that, Rich? Tragic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what, Rich? 
I'm not going to make excuses. And Nate didn't. He didn't play well. And his ankle was definitely really, really bothering him. Yeah. Um, but there's no excuses in this game. If you're on the field, then you have to play well. You know? Yep. He just didn't play well, Rich. Um, I'm not going to blame the coaches with him. I mean, Solder's in the league a long time. Maybe Colombo could do some things with him if he's there next year. You know? Um, but, nah, I'm just going to go he had a bad year. And he was injured. Lisa, a girl that's so bad six. Lisa in Brooklyn. Hey, guys, which player on offense do you see benefiting the most from Jason Garrett's scheme? Is this Lisa the one you took a shot at on Twitter? Yeah, what did she ask? She kind of got pissed off at you, man. I don't know. Yeah, but what, what was it? I forget. She said something like, hey, Lisa, you got to be better than that. I, I said know. you're better than this. I don't know where Oh, she said that. Ask for about the podcast, right? Uh, it was something like that. You really got like a wise guy with another follower. <laughs> I Again. said... I said, come on, you're because better than you this. you were pissed off that your power was out, so let me take it out on Twitter. <laughs> let me take it out on Lisa. I'll find it. Go ahead, Chris. You keep going. That's all right. I just know you took a shot at Lisa. She was pretty pissed off at you, like everybody else. <laughs> but um, what was the question? Uh, who's going to benefit most from Jason Garrett? Um, Who's going to benefit most? Yes. Daniel Jones. There it is. She said... Oh, are you sending out questions? You know why it pissed me off? Because she said questions with two question marks. That's passive aggressive, Lisa. Come on. So you admit you were pissed off. I, I, I was like, come on, Lisa. You know, we pretty much read your question every podcast. And you, you send out questions with two question marks. Now, I guarantee everyone, when they ask us questions, they're going to send multiple question marks and exclamation points and capital letters. Well, I don't but, say um, you kind of yeah. deserve it. You know what? I think you're right with Jones. But also, like we said before, Evan Ingram is going to benefit greatly. From yep. Jason Garrett. Yeah, he should too. No question. Hey, Jerry, how about Saquon Barkley too? Yeah, I mean, he could take your pick, right? Jeez, Barkley's. Uh, I can't wait to see this. I, you know, and and we, I, I don't know what to make of this team because they're young, but I, I, I like the coaching staff they brought in, the draft picks. I'm a buffoon because I'm going to have eternal optimism about this team, but I, I'm just psyched to see this once this gets going, see who's going to deliver and and how good Judge can be and. Jones in his second year and Saquon healthy and Evan Ingram healthy and improved line. Uh, Slayton in his second year. Here we go. Buffoon Blue. Hey, guys, with all the additions and subtractions on defense this offseason, how much better or worse do you regard the defense will be in 2020 relative to last year? Love you guys. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Thanks, bud. I think the the defense is going to be better. No question. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think guys like Dexter Lawrence in year two. I love the way Dalvin Tomlinson finished up. Um, you know, of course, Leonard Williams could do his thing up front. And then Golden back. And you got some kids in the back end. Um, there was so much miscommunication last year. So much of guys in the wrong spots. Not playing to what they do best. Uh, so much of not adjustments during the games. Uh, I just think they'll be better overall. I really do. Yeah. You don't? No, I, I do, too. I do, too. I I, I, I want to I want to get to this next question because Warren Osler Osler at Osler Warren is not taking a shot, but he's trying. I think he's trying to be funny. A while back, Chris said you don't need fifty three angels in the locker room. Do you think Rosas and Baker are listeners, and do you think they will give the podcast a bad rating after this suspect advice? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he meant you know no no uh, who committing crimes, that? Warren. Who asked that? Warren at Osler Warren. Well, Warren, what I mean by what I meant by fifty-three angels obviously wasn't one guy sticking up a room full of people. <laughs> it wasn't another guy slamming into a car drunk and then pulling an OJ running down the block or something barefooted. Cops had to go pick him up a mile away. Oh my god. Okay, that's not what I meant, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> okay, obviously nobody condones that. That's that's not what I meant. Fifty-three yeah. angels. I think everybody kind of knew what I meant. You know, some guys on edge. You know, it's a little nice. There was a guy named Lawrence Taylor that was on edge for like 13 years as a giant, right? Yeah, he was on edge, all right. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, I don't mean, I don't, obviously I'm not talking about a guy coming in with a gat sticking up a room full of people. <laughs> you know? That's so funny. Jay, Johnny Paraselli chiming in for a while. What's up, buddy? Good morning, my good friends. Hoping everyone's healthy and happy on your end. Been impressed with how fluid everything seems to go with Judge. Good example would be the secondary and how he just brings guys in and keeps moving them around. Where do you see this defense being this year with the changes? Yeah, I, I think, Johnny, I think it's the versatility. And like what you said, what, what Chris said about Patrick Graham, 
he's excited that Julian Love can play safety and corner. And Chris said it all along. It, it's it's this New England mentality of having guys play multiple multiple positions so they can just you know not only fill in but fill in in a game and you know confuse offenses and defenses and just the more versatile you are, the better it's going to be. Obviously, but that's what I'm that's what I'm most excited about with with uh, with this defense. To be honest with you, so and you know and you know you know what you're probably not going to hear out of my mouth this season, Jerry. What's that? A rookie, like just the argument's sake, Chris Williamson. Just argument's sake. Yeah. And the kid's playing really well. It looks like he belongs on the field. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're not going to hear me say this. You're not going to hear this in the middle of the season. You. Hey, Chris, what's up with Williamson? How come he's not playing? Me. Oh, they told me that he's not ready. That's right. You know what I mean? Julian Love. I think if a kid's ready, yeah. guess what? He looks good in practice. He looks good. He's going to be out there. That was um, that was my dad's thing all the time over the years. Like this, play this kid. He looks good, you know. And his coaches are just so afraid to play. I always said that with Coughlin. I mean, people get mad, but you know they say so many rookies played on that 07 team. Well, because there were a lot of injuries, right? Like Kevin Boss played because Shockey was hurt. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't mix in Kevin Boss a little more in that 07 season with with Shockey. You know, who plays two tight end sets, right? You know, Steve Smith came in because there were injuries to the to Dominic Hickson. So a lot of times, guys, I'm with you, Chris. I, I, if a rookie's playing well, you have to play him. You don't just not play him because he's a rookie. So, especially when you know what you have as starters. And I don't know. Let's think of somebody. Oh, what's his name? Kareem Martin. So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Right. Just let's put jump. it this way, Jerry. Like if Kareem yeah. Martin was still on the team, and like save arguments, say Cam Brown, right? Yes. Was looking better than him you would expect Cam Brown to be playing over him. I'm just saying, you know, it's a great still, example. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, you know, he's, he, listen, judges from new England, brother. And new England used to play guys that were off the street. Sometimes right. signed on a weekend and Belichick could throw him out there. Right. Oh, God. Jeff Johnson at coach Jeff. Oh, one Jerry, <laughs> this is non football, but I'll read it. Jerry, to be honest, is the real reason full in the rain is not in your top five Zeppelin songs because the title reminds you too much of draft night 2019. Ha ha. Come on, Jeff. I mean, Fool in the Rain is not a top five Zeppelin song. Sal New York with the new practice squad rules that some players are protected. How the hell did that even come out? Top five Zeppelin song. What did I miss? I think a, a while back you put oh, a while you put back. top five Zeppelin songs. And I think Jeff Johnson might have written Fool in the Rain. And I was like, Fool in the Rain? Come on. It's like 20. Jeff, uh, Jeff, are you kidding me with that? <laughs> He just wanted to throw in my 2019 walk in Nashville in the rain over bridges. Uh, God, yeah, it had to be. It has to be that. Either that or Jeff has never listened to the first four Zeppelin albums, so he's going to put that. First five, as a matter of fact. Go ahead. Sal, New York, with the new practice squad rules that some players are protected. How many quarterbacks do you think will carry? Hashtag buffoon crew. Sal always asks good questions. That is a yeah. good question, Sal. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I would go with three, right? Well, I'd say three and maybe one on the, even one on the practice squad. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Were you a little is. surprised they got they released Cookus? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was, these were looked at him in in camp, right? Yeah, I was a little surprised by that. I know they had to get down. You know, I know they had to release ten guys, and he wanted to get down to eighty and all that. But I was a little surprised by that. I was. Yeah. yeah. Sal, good question, pal. Love Sal. Kyle, I love all these guys, but Sal's good questions. Kyle Gagan. You used to love Lisa, too. but uh, I love Lisa. She knows I'm messing with her. It's easy. She's, she reminds me of my sister, Lisa. Like, it's just easy to get her going. Like, I, I could tweet anything, and like, it's something Eli, and she'll be like, whatever, and she gets all mad. She's, she's, it's just funny. Kyle Gagan, at Kyle underscore Gagan, G-A-G-E-N. I don't know how you say that. Thoughts on Zach Diossi's retirement and his legacy as a giant. He was voted captain nine times. Says a lot. I feel like the guy... I feel like a guy like him can go underappreciated. Yeah. The next time we have a Trey Junkin moment, we'll realize how much we love Zach Diossi, right? I mean, long snapper, you know? Um, yeah. It's something you, you, you take for granted until someone can't do it. It's kind of like, you know, the good offensive lines that we had over the years that once the line starts stinking, wow, then you realize how good they are. So oh, I, I think he's a, an all-time giant for what he did. Uh, class act. His father was a class act. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know if you put a, I don't think you put a long snapper in the ring of honor. I don't know how that would work, but very good giant. Yeah, absolutely. If a guy looked like he wasn't going to make the team, right? Yeah, right. As a linebacker, he wasn't going to be a linebacker. He made himself a long snapper and he had a, quite a career. Just, just, a, just a great career for, you know, for Zach Diossi, man. You know, 
to be a giant that long, two-time Super Bowl champion. Um, Ring of Honor, no, I, I would say I, no, right. absolutely not. He, right. He's not a Ring of Honor, but you know, he's just a guy. Is he gave it his all? I mean, he loved being a giant. His father was here, won the Super Bowl. What I mean, the guy just made himself a great. He just made himself a great career, Jerry. You yeah. Know? Yep. See, that guy's got to do one thing well and really well, and he'd be successful. Donnie Mead at Donnie M66. What is the story on how, why half the franchise was sold to the Tisch family? I've only been able to find a few articles about it. I was not born at the time, so I would like all your take on, wow, you're not even, 19, you're not 1991 that was sold. So wait, you're, 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 oh, 29 years old. All right, there you go. That's amazing when someone writes stuff like that. I feel like, God, Jesus, I'm old. Um, yeah, so Jack and Wellington Mara uh, owned the, their half of the Giants. Jack Mara died in 1965. His son, Tim Mara, uh, owned the team at Wellington. Uh, you know, you can read up on this, guys. They, they fought over the years about the direction of the franchise to the point where they never spoke to each other. Then Tim Mara, I don't know if they was offered back to Wellington to sell it. I have no idea about that. But yeah, it was it was kind of out of the blue that Tim Mara was selling his half of the Giants and the Tisch family came in. So that's how that worked. You could, I mean, I, Look, I don't want to speculate, but based on their relationship, I wouldn't even think that they he gave the option back to, you know, Wellington side of the family to buy the rest of it. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, that's that's the that's the gist of it. So, anyone add anything to that, Chris? Are you good? No, no, that about summed it up right there. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. John Ileggio, been a while. Future of Beal. While I don't blame anyone opting out, makes me think though, there's no way the Giants resign him. <laughs> Unless it's for pennies when his rookie contract is up. Also, they will they ever learn? Don't pick people in the supplemental ja draft. Mm. Hashtag Bafunker. Yeah, what? It's him, Tito Wooten, Dave Brown. They're the three I can think of, right? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go too well, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I think that might be it for supplement picks for the Giants. Oh, jeez. Let's see. Um, here you go. Joey Z with no fans allowed at MetLife Stadium. Will you guys lift our spirits and do more hot mic broadcasts? <laughs> Hashtag buffoon crew. Uh, maybe. Carson's Gatorade dunk. NFC Championship game at home, down 16-14, three seconds on the clock. You have to choose one of the three to make the kick. Matt Barr, Raul Allegra, or Lawrence Tynes? Who do you choose? Who do you take, Chris? Uh, Barr. Yeah, uh, Barr or Tynes. I, I, I'd flip a coin. If I had to pick one, I'd go Barr as well, buddy. I just want to give Tynes credit because he kicked him to the Super Bowl twice. So, um, <laughs> John Carlos Stanton question. I'm not going to ask that to Chris. Stanton? Here, your boy, John Carlos Stanton. <laughs> Once again, is on the oh, shelf. I'm going to stay away from baseball questions. Uh, all right. It's it's been asked before, but we'll we'll go again. Tom Haney at Haney Tom Tom. With the competition at wide receiver limited, is there an undrafted free agent you guys think has a good shot at making it to the uh, the roster? Chris, go ahead. One of the undrafted free agents? Yeah. Yeah, Austin Mack. Yeah, that's your boy. Yeah. Yeah. I like Victor because of his size, so I'll go Victor. Benjamin Victor. Benjamin Victor. Oh. I lost you. Hang on one second. My uh Really excited that came guy, out. And there we go. Okay. Really got excited over that guy, Victor, huh? I, 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 you know, I, we need a tall, a big receiver. And I, I think Victor's going to gonna be the guy. Uh, let's see. We do need some size there, man. We do need yeah, size. Yeah, we totally do. Steve, we kind of covered that with Julian Love. He's going to play both safety. He's going to be very versatile. He's going to play safety corner. Um, here you go. Viking, Viking in blue. Will the Giants be better this year than last year, Chris? Make your case, he said. They're going to be better this year. Yeah. Yes. We agree. <laughs> I agree. You didn't sound, like, you didn't sound too uh, confident. No, he said make your case. We've, we've kind of made our case with that one, but the whole podcast was making our case. Oh, make that, our so. case? Yeah. He goes, make your case. I, I just think, you know, hopefully our wep, uh, wep, we got enough weapons in offense. The offensive line improves. Jones in year two. Yeah. I think the defense will be a little bit better. And there you go. Uh, yeah. By the way, next question. Big Blue VCR. Um, someone tweeted at us. It was uh, a guy who writes for the Wall Street Journal. It was pretty funny. Last name was, um, I forget, his, Fitz, Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald. Tweeted he, at right, us. He, he tweeted at us. He goes, man, Big Blue VCR is the best follow on Twitter. Um, I never heard of him. 
Giant Insider used to be my favorite, but now he is. But I have to give credit to Giant Insider for giving for, for letting me know about Big Blue VCR. <laughs> so we got uns we got unseated for Big Blue VCR. With that guy. I mean, to get unseated by anybody, if I had to, it's Big Blue VCR is fine. Um, with the contract given to Gates and his versatility, do you see him having a similar career path as David Deal? It's a hell of a question, dude. You know, it's not just content. That's a really good question. It's a great comparison. That's a great comparison. Yeah, it really that's is. What, that's what we're hoping. Yeah. Yeah, Deal was the, what, he was the right tackle, but he could also play guard. And then out of nowhere, in, right before 07, they cut Luke Pettigrew and moved him over to left tackle. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Definitely Cal can see that. Yep. Calvin, I can't say his last name, Tatechich. What's the latest on Ryan Connolly's ACL rehab? Do you know, Chris? Really good. Suppose good. he's on. Supposedly he's uh, pretty much hundred uh, percent. Here we go, bud. Tom Maimone. I know it's early, but who are your starting cornerbacks and slot corner in Game One versus the Steelers? Thanks for the pod, guys. Wouldn't miss it. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, bud. Bradbury, Love, and Darnay Holmes. Hmm. You don't agree, do you? I'm thinking, of course, not his building through a wrench and everything. Yeah. Um, Brad Bradbury, Love, and Donnie Holmes. Right. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'll go with that one, too. I'm trying to think if I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing. Oh, no, no. I'm going to go. Corey Ballantyne. I'm going to go with Bradbury, Ross Crockerell, and Love. Oh, okay. That's a good one. All right. We'll do, uh, we'll do two more. Uh, NYG life, funny. Jerry, clowny dream still alive? No, it's not. It's it's dead. They're taking that money into next year. But thanks for bringing it up, buddy. Um, here we go. Bobby L. Good question. With only one captain returning from last year, who do you think will be named team captains this year? Offense, defense, special teams. Who do you think, Chris? Uh, Shep. Oh, nice. Uh. Blake Martinez. Mm. I'm trying to think. Who else could we have? Special teams. That's not the Aussie now. Yeah, so special teams. Oh, wow, I don't know who's... Mike Thomas is gone, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I guess there were four last year, right? I guess there's four captains. There's seven, right? Was it seven? I don't know. I thought, I thought it was four. Yeah, no, know. there's a couple of things. Eli, it was... Well, the Eli played, it was Eli and this and that. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Special teams is going to be... Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Cody... Core? <laughs> yeah, Cody Core is going to be team captain. He's the best special teamer they have. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Jeff Muller. Here's the uh, guy. Kevin yeah. Zyla, too. Guess. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, this guy, Jeff Muller, is the one who said, why don't you have a generator yet? And he puts a winky face. I have a generator, Kevin. Thank you. Jeff, I mean. Um, let's see. Here we go. Without college football. This is Gibbo at Brett underscore Gibson. I think he's from Australia. I'll see Buffoon Crew. There he is. Without college football, will the league move games to Saturdays to allow for more games to be live? Also, what will Chris do on Saturdays without the Golden Domers? There you go. Yeah, the league already talked about moving games to Saturdays uh, in the latter part of the year, right? Yeah. Uh, to get some more, yeah, to get some more games on television. So, if there's no, uh, yeah. if there's no Notre Dame, Chris, is that is that a bad? Yeah, that just that just ruins my Saturday three thirty, or yeah. it really does. Because I know for you, it's it's Giants, Sox, Notre Dame, and and it's all in. Like, they're interchangeable, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, that that just ruins a Saturday fall, 3.30. Starts getting dark at 5.15, 5, and you know, second half. That, that just ruins the whole damn thing. Really yep. does. Yeah. All right, we'll go one more. GPA 15 at GI Fan 1156. What was the best and worst Giants trade in your lifetime? Best trade was the one that brought Hall of Famer Randy Robustelli to the Giants for a backup O-lineman. Worst was trading the second round pick in the draft and a second round pick to Dallas. Oh, the second pick in the draft and a second round pick for Craig Morton. Dallas took Randy White. I was just going to say that's the worst trade ever. That has to be. I don't think it was a close second. Um, the best trade, you know, the the best trade. I mean, it's before my time, but you know, they. I don't think they gave up much for Del Schaffner, who was huge for them. Um, I get, you know what? The Otis Anderson. I mean, they gave up mm -hmm. nothing to get Otis Anderson and he ended yep. up being Super Bowl MVP. So in my, in my generation, I'd go there. Yeah, definitely. That's one of them. Lisa would say trading Phillip Rivers for Eli Manning. There you go. That's got to be the trade right there, no? Yeah, it's another one. Got to give her credit. So amazing how you just will not give Eli Manning credit. It's no, just amazing. I'm saying I would, I would how could totally... that trade 
How could Otis Anson trade be better than Eli trade? Oh, he didn't give up as much. That's all. We gave up like a bag of footballs for Otis Anderson. And you're just taking shots at Eli again. When you talk about return on investment, I would go Otis Anderson. Hey. So there you go. Nice job, buddy. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Good job. I mean, if you guys aren't pumped about the Giants after this, I, yeah, I, I, I can't help you. All right, everybody, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. If you get a chance, please put in your emails if you haven't done it already. You'll see we start putting some articles out there just to kind of experiment. Still a work in progress, but getting there. Um, and hopefully Chris puts more content as camp goes on. Go to Magster for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com, and download The Giant Insider app. We print next on August 23rd, and it will be a 30-page issue instead of 24. So look out for that. Anything else, pal? Yeah, listen, uh, we'll do the pod next week. Maybe we'll, we'll move it over to Wednesday. We'll get a couple of days in, a pad of yeah. practice to talk about, all right? Yep, and we'll have a sponsor next week, right? We have a sponsor. Right, so... We're back, um, baby. We're back, baby. Um, yeah, we'll do that. So we'll get a complete practice so in, so we talk about that, okay? Good stuff. All right, guys, remember, Sunday's our giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.